0: the on us championship heavyweight champion of the world a king of an entire nation and i can't get a microphone that works no
1: live house so um we have to add one to the list uh, of the greatest cinematic matches of all time, Cause well, this dungeon match no. is oh, we, no, no. No, you don't. You don't think that this is a contender, so it's so it's not going to take down the Hollywood backlot brawl, which is clearly not the greatest, being... the greatest wrestling oh. match of all time. We've already discussed this on the show. I believe Seriously. we discussed
2: that it's not, but that's I believe okay. it's
1: canon that it is.
2: No, oh well, canonically
1: the greatest. It was at least we considered it the first. Um, this is this the second?
2: Mm, this is not, no, this is, God. it's, uh, the, I don't know. I felt like I enjoyed that. I'm not going to lie. I, I, I enjoyed it because I it's mean, Owen. so I watched like, I, I will admit that I did skip bits like the, the LOD thing. I, I'm not going to watch LOD versus the fucking disciple. I don't know. I don't want that. So d- d- yeah, there's a
1: storyline here. It's Paul Ellering was brought back to replace Sonny. And and really, it's because Sonny's, uh, I think, been sent to rehab by this point. That
2: would would make sense, yeah.
1: And so they wanted to... But here's the thing, bro. What if we swerve the entire audience, bro? They will all expect Paul Ellering to join LOD, bro, and instead he joins the other initials DOA, bro. What about that, bro? Okay, Okay, Russo, whatever you want. In the words of fucking Jim Cornette, he was like, you know, sometimes the obvious thing to do is the right thing to do. You don't have to swap. His example was like, you know, the sun rises every morning and there's not a motherfucker out there going, what if we didn't have the sun tomorrow? But would
0: be amazed.
2: And that's kind of Russo's booking. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, like. Yeah. So
0: uh, Nobody what would we... expect
1: the sun not to rise tomorrow, bro. What if Let's we see, just what... for one day cancel the sun, bro?
2: Just one so day. Got... I don't know. Uh, is there any, before we get into this, is there any relevant news that's happened this last week that I have forgotten? Um, No. Think. Like um, no. Oh, WWE's bloodline.
1: numbers are gaining every time the bloodlines on TV they're gaining and AEW yeah. is in a pretty steady decline and the largest decline since their their uh, debut on television in 2019. So basically However,
2: it... they did sell out Wembley. Oh yeah, they sold out Wembley.
1: I mean, you know. Yeah. Pretty you know, your sure
2: show, uh, your TV shows dying, but hey, you made 8 million
1: in a gate. That's something. When uh, when Impact was in the UK, were they were they selling out? Probably. Uh, let's,
2: we don't want to talk about that. Let's let's just assume they weren't. Maybe and... maybe
1: they threw all their cards in that bucket and all of a sudden we had Drew Galloway and Magnus running the card. Maybe.
3: Yeah, maybe. They did. I, I mean, know. those guys I'm are great. Yeah, no, oh, by sure, the way, but...
1: uh, that's that's uh, newsworthy, or at least it's it's been a couple weeks. But um Nick Aldis might have uh might be uh
0: Oh well, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. He he. People are thinking that this might be the time that Nick Aldis finally gets his WWE run.
2: Yeah, and... but here, we're, we're, but we're at the point again where like Vince is clearly still in charge, and he hates pushing anybody. you like, say he's that. Ju- he's, he's just now coming around on LA Night. Like yeah, but also he late, just had right? LA
1: Night lose.
2: Yes. To I don't I don't know. Oh no, know there's, a, there's a there's there's a really good I I just saw I think there was a meme I just saw about that. Like crowd loves you, lose to Bray Wyatt. Crowd loves you, lose to Blah. If the crowd loves you, blah. It's just LA Knight just like looking continuously more just depressed. Yep. Uh, just I mean push him. I, personally, even, I think Vince if is, Aust, is... If Austin if Austin gives someone the stamp of approval, just fucking push him.
1: Vince is behind him, but he's also proving a point or trying to. Vince is a vindictive motherfucker, and we know that the um, oh, what was it called? The maximum male models, Max Dupree. That God. shit was pure Vince. So oh, I sure. think Vince is still punishing him for that not working. Yeah, even though he himself yeah. clearly yeah. works on his own volition, just makes yeah. shit work. There's guys that just work. Vince doesn't always. Zack Ryder. Vince. Vince. Let it get to the hey, same point. Yeah. This got to. He yeah. let it get. The, everybody was like, "Oh my God, they're finally gonna do it! They're gonna do it! They're gonna pff- shit the bed!" And that's yeah. probably what's gonna happen here. But probably imagine if you have someone like, okay, okay, I forgot to mention another story. Uncle Howdy tweeted, "Mr. Rhodes."
2: Oh yeah, Bray's about to be back. That's right. Uh, or maybe it's Bo. Who knows? Well, what's it, gonna happen. Oh yeah, that whole scenario is restarting again. I give up, though. I I refuse to be excited about it because it's why. Undertaker recently said exactly the truth on the matter.
1: Bray Wyatt needs to return to the original Bray Wyatt character. The Wyatt family needs to return.
0: Yep. In any form. Rumor has it
1: that they were setting that up and Eric Young was going to be a member of it until he was the fuck released with everybody else that was Triple H's guy. So, well,
2: I mean, well, he came back and he actually just uh, confirmed that he got his release again. Right. He's back in Impact, I think. Yes. Now? Which is where he's um, done the biggest body of his
1: work. It's where he debuted. He was yeah. a member of Team yeah. Canada with Bobby Roode. I mean, he was a young,
2: blonde haired kid. Uh, but yeah, like, no, he, yeah he, he basically grew up in Impact. But yeah, I guess he he uh, he doesn't want to work for Vince, which, you know. Fair if enough. you threw
1: all of these crazy guys together, it would actually work. But, I mean, all yeah. of them. You'd need Sammy Callahan. you need Eric Young. you need Bray Wyatt. And you need, I don't know, I mean... Terry uh, uh, Boy. We, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> men's Tao.
0: He'll, he'll be the muscle why? of the group.
1: Yeah, it's just there. Don't worry about it. Don't ask why. I he bet he's says... in better shape than Ibushi. Hey!
2: A, uh, was it Abushi that got the cornet raging because he took a bump he didn't need to? Was yeah, that... and into the thumbtacks. I thought that was It's funny. already the most pointless fucking bump in the industry,
1: <laughs> so why don't we fucking ruin it? Why don't we say, yeah, sure. it doesn't hurt? Let's do it for fucking fun. Oh, After we've already sense. dragged each other through a literal bed of fucking nails, let's take oh, a I, bump and yeah. thumbtacks oh, for I,
2: fun. I didn't watch <laughs> it, but I can only assume the amount of rage for that match was intense.
1: Well, it looked like a motherfucker had, like, chopped off the nails, like they'd taken it to a welder who then sawed off the, made them all flat, and they all kept yeah. taking fucking bumps off the bed of nails. Oh my god, not one of them had a scratch on their back that looked like anything other than rolled on
0: a fucking Lego. Fair enough. I'm pretty sure at some point Moxley bladed his fucking back. <laughs> what
2: was it we actually we what was it vader that's right we saw vader get like his back bladed in one of the shows we watched. remember that maybe or hard was... no because uh, i'm pretty sure you saw bearer like jump on his back and sh- scrape him to get because i don't remember what it was it was it was something weird it was it wasn't wasn't he in one of the like dog collar or it, it, those kind of matches and i think that was from that Oh, there was a strap match, wasn't there? Yeah, he oh. was in a strap. I think it was a, hold on, I gotta Google it now. Vader, strap, match,
0: <laughs> And it's gonna give you something oh, it, good. It was, it was Stan Hansen. Okay,
2: it, it was, no, it was Sting and Vader. Oh, and WCW. Yeah, it's Super Brawl 3. Did we watch Super Brawl 3 or just this match, maybe? I feel like we watched that.
1: I don't know if we did. I know we watched a lot of Cactus Jack in WCW. Did we
2: watch a Vader in WCW, man? I swear he. It, I rem- um. Yes, because it. Two Cold Scorpio beat Benoit. Davy Boy beat Bill Irwin. Uh, Cactus yes. beat. We did we watch this the whole show. show. Yes, because and Dust. Yeah, Dustin beat Max Payne with two mm. X's because he's it's extreme. Yes, yeah and then, yeah this, Rock oh it, it wasn't paul bear it was harley race that's it but yeah that was like it was the white castle of fear strap match That's uh uh-huh.
1: we did watch classic.
2: that yeah and yeah that, i think that's the only time i've ever seen a wrestler blade like a body part just like whoa crazy
1: yeah for no but, reason uh, really is like if yeah. you took the hard way right then yeah, you wouldn't it, need it, the extra boost yeah. Like yeah, and all, You see guys get chopped to fucking blood. So if you can do yes. that with your bare hand, you'd think a leather strap could maybe lash a motherfucker. No? You'd think.
2: Uh, but that was, that was, what, 92 or 93? We're jumping ahead to 90, what 98? Eight. Eight? 25 years
1: ago this month.
2: Fully loaded, Full, 1998. In your, fully loaded in your house. Unfortunately, no tagline, so I'm going to add one. The tagline is, don't go in the basement.
1: Um, I'm just going to say off the top I think the watchability factor of this whole show is actually better than King of the Ring King of the Ring has the cell match classic match but watching this event top to bottom it's just a little bit better just a little I, bit better.
2: I, th- I think I would say it is a little bit better, though. I mean, it, okay. so we started off with Val Venus, who apparently is on an undefeated streak. And who he's fucking, fucking over. Him? Oh, yeah, no, they were pushing yeah. Val Venus at this time. No. But, yes, yeah. uh, and we're, uh, but this whole first match was ruined, so Val Venus comes out, and he's going to show everyone his dick, as he does. That's his thing, remember? Val Venus, porn star, big dick. Uh, but then he's interrupted by Tennessee Lee and the great, the great Jeff Jarrett, but then they are interrupted by Kyentai because, I, I'm from what I can tell, Kayentai's manager... What the fuck's on? Yamaguchi-san. Val yeah. Venus
1: uh, did a movie with his wife, unbeknownst he to him. His wife.
2: Yes. Pornography, yes.
1: That basically, they're doing the Chin Pokemon uh, South Park.
2: You have a very
1: small penis. Yes. They're doing that storyline here as well at the same time. Yes. Literally and, at the uh, same time.
2: And yes. It is funny, though. Um, I feel like Mate... So Yamaguchi-san, is he actually just like speak normal English and he's like faking it? It feels like he's faking his accent. absolutely.
1: Oh no, (laughs) I don't know about this. No.
2: (laughs) Because he like forgets it and he just says she's like, oh, uh, oh, oh.
1: Okay. I don't want to talk about my wife no more. Oh, God fucking. Dude, Jerry Lawler was
2: on immediate annoying everybody. He just was we oh, yeah, Actually, the show opens not...
1: with Jerry Lawler uh, getting a Just... sneak peek of Sable's uh, bikini, yes. the yes. bikini contest. Yep. Um, and then before this match starts, we actually see. Jer- uh, no, no, no. That's actually later post bikini match. Never mind. Either way, the, the entire show centers around Jerry, Jerry Lawler's perv. That's like yes. literally the. Uh, I mean, if, which if, is if, uh, So if we're doing uh, Act A, Act B, Act C, Part 1, Part 2, Part 3. Um, the show opens. The we're setting the stage yes. with King being a perf.
2: Yes, so we're um, going to continue that to uh, to its conclusion.
1: Yes, but like Act A of the show is literally just King being perf. It takes a while. Yes. Yeah.
2: So yeah. While. yeah. So y- Yamaguchi Son's out there. It's very weird because he's clearly like faking an accent or so, so It's weird. It's off and uh I Val beat Jeff Jarrett. I wasn't paying much attention. I don't really care. Whatever. As long, it was Jared, uh, it it's it, whatever, but
1: it wasn't a bad match, but um it definitely well, reminds so, me of I, I think, at this era, we don't know how to do commentary correctly, and we're trying no. so hard to push this feud between Valvina's and Yamaguchi-san that we lose focus on the match itself,
2: which well, wasn't a bad match. And and the other thing I noticed, and I I always realize this with certain wrestlers, but like Val Venus is one of those guys that doesn't have any signature moves, or he just is a wrestler. Oh, the money shot! Um, it's just a splash, though. It's yeah, just a splash. but like that is that is
1: his finisher. I mean,
2: that's true. The money shot. For uh, what it's
1: worth, um, I haven't gone back and watched enough of his stuff, and I intend to because I actually do want to uh, sneak preview, folks. I want to try and do a shoot interview with Mister Venus, Mister uh, Sean Morley. Um, even i think he, he lives here. in he, does. he, he, does. Either, he lives in mesa or at least mesa. in like apache junction gold canyon i think like east mesa so uh yeah where the nice houses are so yeah. um it, i know i uh we follow him on twitter um i think it'd be fun to get him in a room and talk to him not just about wrestling but about politics and about his views on marijuana and everything oh, yeah. everything about him um because yes. he's he's got he's definitely a man with a lot of opinions and, and yeah doesn't have a soapbox to stand on as large as he used to when he was a performer, but um, and that's not well, to say yeah, that we he agree he with his soapbox. opinions. It's just, yeah, we have a soapbox.
2: He can he can use ours. No, I, I, we we don't have to tell him that nobody watches the show. He'll think. Oh, he'll he'll smoke. find out. He'll
1: find out by seeing the amount of followers we have. But at the end of the day, wow, um, uh, YouTube content is different. Uh, I don't want to do him as a special guest interview on a podcast episode. I want to do a classic shoot interview. Yeah. And that's right. going to be something that I want to do on our channel. I know it sounds kind of goofy to people who are now used to the podcast format. I don't think the podcast format is actually as good um, in terms of, like, entertainment value. Um, hmm. Like, for example, um, uh, Brian Clark, Rath, um, he yes. did a few podcast appearances a couple years ago. They're okay. He gets asked the same questions, and he has kind of the rhetoric oh. answers for them. Yeah, um, sure. To actually sit down with him in a room and have a discussion with him face-to-face with eye contact and feelings and a uh, mm-hmm. little more in-depth questions. I think that, that dude has a lot more insight to offer than just like, oh, yeah, there was one time I did the Mortal Kombat show. Oh, yeah, one yeah. time they brought me in to Face Glacier. And they, Yeah. They, so I don't think the podcast format is great. I would love to interview Val Venis. However, he was in CMLL prior to this. He was signed because he was a pretty big deal in Mexico. Um, oh, was he? Okay. And if you're a pretty big that. deal in Mexico, you'd think maybe some high flying. I don't know. I don't think he was a heel. I think he was like a babyface Technico. But he is like six feet to something. So yeah, he's uh, he's he's big. He's a big dude. So maybe he was a bad dude, but um, I'm not sure. I just I want to go back and a I want to go back and watch more lucha and more Japan stuff from the '90s from Japan and Mexico, um, and then. Uh, I'd like to ask him about that's what got the attention of somebody in order to get him here because he was not super green. He wasn't just uh, he's not like Edge and Christian and those guys who were like 18 and then signed to the fucking Funkin Conservatory. Um, no. Yeah.
2: No, but, he um, had He was. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, looking at this, it looks like uh, you were correct. He wasn't CMLL. He was the world heavyweight champion. And wow. uh, he changed.
0: His name was L. Steel. L. Steel. L. Steel with an E at the end. and uh, He was
2: known as Sean Morgan, as the name Morley was difficult to pronounce in Japan, so he had to change his name for Japan, because he was in Japan first. Yeah. It looks like he actually came up in Japan first, all Japan, and okay. then he went to CMLL, and then, yeah, after that, WWE, and then... I know that Steele was when he got noticed by somebody in WWE.
1: Yeah. Whoever. That yeah, well, was. yeah,
2: that was, that was when he won the CM, CMLL world title. So, yeah, that was definitely right. that. And at
1: that time, AAA was the superior, quote-unquote, superior promotion in, in Mexico. So, um, like, Conan and Miguel Perez, uh, there's, like, a whole lot of crap. WWF was trying to work with AAA at the time in 1997. That's why we saw a bunch of the minis and yeah. uh, a bunch of weird dudes that you, you're you like, why is this 50-year-old dude in this match with this 20-year-old dude? Um, Eventually, that goes away. But CMLL was the original. It's it, similar in Japan. The, all Japan was first. Somebody leaves, starts New Japan. CMLL was first. Somebody left, started AAA. Um, yeah. So... Yeah, uh, I'd, I would like to see what more of his earlier in-ring stuff, especially somebody coming from Japan and Mexico where in-ring is everything and you're not speaking mm-hmm. the language. And so think about that, though. Here's a guy who is clearly an athletic guy yeah. to wrestle in Japan and Mexico and then come here and play literally a character-driven
2: gimmick. Wow. did you God, dude, PWI is wild. Did you know in 99 they ranked Val Venus the 25, number 25 of the top 500? wow like val is not anyone i ever in like i would ever be like like you know what i mean he's he he's good but he's not like i don't know stand out like in ring work you know so he's an entertainer uh just goes to show you where the industry was at that time i mean it's also possible he he was and maybe they told him hey don't do all the don't do this shit anymore just you know go out there pretend to show your dick and well, uh, there you go.
1: I've watched some interviews with him in the past, and he basically said that the character was developed on the spot, the Val Venus mm-hmm. character. Like, Vince called him. He's like, hey, we have an idea for a character named Val Venus, but it's spelled oh, I
2: actually, S- have, actually haven't looked at him in a while. He's looking... He lost a lot of weight because he got, he got yeah, really big skinny. for a while. He got real big for a while there, and, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it looks like he's slimmed back down. But he so doesn't look good. like shit.
1: He just looks like he's not on roids no. and not... Yeah, sleeping. he just... Yeah.
2: Yeah, he just looks, I mean, yeah, he, he looks, it doesn't look like, like, some, of you know, some old wrestlers look, you know, they age a lot quicker. Like, Terry Funk looked like he was 70 when he was 20, and now he looks like he's actually 300. Oh, we'll get there. He's he's in the third match here. Um, yeah, yeah, of course. So, yeah, Valvinas beats Jeff Jarrett, uh, and I think we're, is tomorrow night the choppy choppier peepee? I think tomorrow night in canon is choppy choppier peepee. I think so. Because uh, Yamaguchi-san is talking a lot about a special surprise they have for him, and uh, Mm -hmm. he'll never be the same again. I think tomorrow is choppy-choppy, which is... Yep, that sounds right. You know, I'm not saying it's the greatest moment in television history, but it probably is. Well, as we're recording this, it is mm,
1: Thursday, July 27th, 2023, and as that event would take place, it would have been Monday, July 27th, 1998, so really, we're celebrating the 25th anniversary of Choppy Choppy, your pee
3: here today, folks.
2: Uh, yeah, okay, but yeah, he, he won, that, that's a few, they're pushing, Venus is undefeated, I guess, at this point, they made yep. a big deal out of that, yeah. Um, Oh, the, they don't this give is us a record. Rus- this
1: is Russo era. So uh, the undercard yeah. guys have strong storylines. You can't deny yes. that. Or even if they don't have strong storylines, they're doing things to set them up for oh, strong yeah, storylines. They, they if they the have audience reacts, lines. then they can push that. But like... Yeah. Um. So for example, next, next match is D'Lo Brown versus X-Pac, and we are in the fucking chest protector era.
2: This was we your are. favorite wrestler, Tony. Tell me about it. it. Uh, D'Lo Brown was my favorite. So I... When I was a young lad, uh, unlike Sean here, who pretty much was Undertaker, Sting, that was really it. You didn't yeah, really Anybody dark and cool and gothy, man. That didn't Yeah, change. you didn't really... It's
1: no, you still, didn't... Uh, yeah, If a metal really band wavered. was a wrestler, who would he be? Uh, and this is if before a metal band was metal. A,
0: wrestler?
2: If a wrestler? Nowadays, if a med- he'd
1: be Malachi Black, but like, you know.
2: the I'm thinking he would be the Brooklyn Brawler. Mm, well, sure. we'll get there too. <laughs> oh yeah, fantastic. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, I know. So DLo was up. I lo- test was my favorite for a while. I, I, I Kevin Nash was pretty up there most of the time. Nash is great. I love is a favorite.
1: I, I don't love give Set, a fuck what yeah. anyone says. Nash is great.
2: No, yeah, and and this was obviously so when I got into wrestling, I'd say I I don't know that, when I got into it enough to remember things, like I know I watched it when I was younger, but I, you know, I don't retain a lot of it. I, I, I remember the um, the Wolf Pack. Like I, yeah. I think I got into wrestling a little bit after, like not at the NWO because it was what ninety six, right? The original. Uh, the original NWO was ninety six, and they
1: that yeah. Was a little so bit I, for I me.
2: I'd say I was probably ninety seven, ninety eight is when I really started kind of you know watching weekly. Yeah. Um. So I, I remember the Wolfpack and Nash was my guy and he was dope. And I like, you know, I, I've, I remember the him beating Goldberg and, blah, 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 and people mm-hmm. hate that. I still don't see the problem with it. But whatever.
1: I mean, I uh, so my introduction to wrestling was actually I bought it was in. The, so back before kids, before Walmart had a five dollar bin for DVDs, they used to have bargain bins for the previous consoles video games. And this is many, many mm-hmm. years ago. And this is back when the electronics section was a cage in the center of the store and not like a sprawl in the back of the store. Now, uh, this is the Nintendo 64 era. It's 1997. The N64 has been out for a year. They have a bin of bargain SNES games. I get them all. I mean, Mm -hmm. mean, some of them for Christmas, some of them for my birthday. But everything that's in this bin is in my collection to this day. We're talking Porky Pig's Haunted Holiday. We're talking the original Mm -hmm. Mega Man X. We're talking Scooby-Doo Mystery. Um, yeah, that game we're is a talking, pain in the ass. Oh, yeah, it is. And we're talking very difficult. um WWF Super WrestleMania. The very oh, okay, first. Okay. One. Right um, and so I bought that game just because, well, there's looks like comic book muscly dudes and they're gonna fight. Like, fuck yeah. I'm yeah, six years old. Yeah. I wanna I wanna oh. play that. My mom was like, Oh, cool, wrestling. And I was like, What what do you mean? She's like, Oh, that's Hulk Hogan. And then, mm-hmm. and then I showed her the game because it's my mom, mm-hmm. you know. And I was like, yeah. well, "Do you know this guy?" And she was like, "Oh, Jake the Snake." Like she always liked Jake the Snake Robert. So, well, who doesn't, right? My mom um, was like a proponent of that game, and I had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, um, yeah. Six months later, I see a Hulk Hogan action figure in the store, but he's dressed in all black and he has a really cool beard. I was mm. like, "Can I get that?" And My mom's like, "Sure, you know, uh, okay, yeah." And then a month after that, we're is at that is, that is
2: that is Is that the Hogan you still have with the blue, like the, is that So the, I don't the have one? that one. I actually oh, okay. have
1: yours now because mine disappeared. Mine was shirtless and he had the lightning bolt pants. Yours has right, yeah. not even a shirt, but it's painted on with the red. It's like the, the after the finger poke of doom, red and oh, white okay. NWO. But
0: gotcha. it's the same
1: okay. figure with a different Just... paint job. It's okay, the same squeeze your legs thing, but yeah, I've lost yeah. mine.
2: He had yeah, a okay. spray paint can and detachable yeah. sunglasses. And... I, yeah, I remember those. Like, he had holes in his head for the sunglasses. <laughs> yep, and so did Jeff uh, Jarrett,
1: and I loved little accessories yeah. like that at the time. In fact, we both had I, that oh, purple pants Jeff Jarrett, that purple and yes. black pants Oh, Yes, well,
2: I, I, liked, I liked the old figures that came with, like, you know, something relevant. Like, I don't need, you remember, I think it was, was it My X-Pac that came with a fucking TV that i still for, have the tv i love yeah, that for, tv for no reason it just has but a it's TV breakaway
1: like... and you can put it on another figure's head it's an amazing <laughs> weapon
2: uh what was it uh, i still
1: have can, the tv the rubber cane, of the tv screen does not fit the tv it won't, anymore yeah it,
2: yeah it's just it doesn't fit and Look, Mike. I think arcane. One of our canes came with a fucking t- weird sledgehammer. Sledgehammer. Yes. Because because he's known for using a. It's got and spike a, brass, not, brass not like,
1: knuckles yeah. on the handle, <laughs> and then it's a like tri- a
2: giant stone
1: Mjolnir. We're not yeah, talking like is, a Triple H sledgehammer. No. no. We're talking this a comic book. This is Spawn shit. Yeah. This what, is uh, uh, what, what, spawn. I think I think
2: my my Billy gun came with a shovel that had like a face imprint on it. <laughs> <laughs> just the weirdest fucking shit. Oh yeah, they I had just, the road I, dog uh, that
1: came with like the, the ski lift benches.
2: Like it was like, Yeah. Really... Yep. So, like and then there's like, that one coveted wrestler that you don't want to buy, but they came with half of the announce table. So you have to buy it because you need to buy both halves of the announce table because that's how that's how you did it at the time. You couldn't get the announce table on its own. You had to buy two separate figures that both had a half of it, and then you can put them together and you have your table.
1: I didn't understand and I still don't Is before they did the Titan Tron figures mm-hmm. And we loved the Bone Crunchers they had rubber arms rubber legs You could bite their thumbs off and ruin them forever Their heads but... came off real easy Oh real easy because the heads were rubber too And they sat on a yes. plastic peg and Literally made that noise when you popped <sighs> them on and off um, yep. So They started doing hard plastic Limbs On cheaper yeah. figures so I have mm-hmm. a Shane McMahon that has a Velcro dx x sucks shirt but he's hard oh plastic. yeah yeah
2: yeah yeah
1: and then you have a vince mcmahon that has the rubber arms rubber legs but a plastic snap-on suit
2: suit that then... <laughs> doesn't bend
1: you just have to like and you has thought, no yeah, back like... <laughs> he only looks professional from the front he's party in the front or he's oh, business in God. the front party in the back he is a full yeah. mullet figure
2: oh good yeah some of the dude, these figures back in the day were crazy like now they're, yeah, i just sent like, you a good. picture i'm pretty sure That is the four pack that started your collection. Yeah, because Uh, well, no. So, so the first the first wrestling figures I ever got was actually a two pack. It was um, the Stone Cold Undertaker. Those are my first two figures, and then yeah, I think that I think I did get the fully loaded one at some point because I definitely had all. Remember, you had the yellow pants, Billy Gunn. Yeah, and the Road Dog that still
1: had like the Native American looking pants that what that weren't like they didn't say suck it on the side. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. They still had a design that was like roadie era. Yeah, road exactly.
2: Dog. Yeah, no, yeah, for sure. And I think the, the road that road dog figure, he's got the bandana, right? I think. Yes. Uh, well, yeah, fuck,
1: yeah. You know what? Now that you're saying that, no, you had a different road dog.
2: Yeah, because mine had a. Yeah, white my, shirt. my road dog had a yeah, white mine shirt white with a black shirt.
1: tied yeah. back bandana of course the little rubber bits of the bandana broke off maybe we were and chewing he, on it and he know, looked way seven. he looked
2: way too happy he was the happiest man you've ever seen he was so happy He's...
1: spending my days oh. working hard on the gun. and then the the ha- you had you had you had uh you had the, you had,
2: uh, you had the you, too slow. i think the other favorite face of all the figures was your classic uh, bloodstone Stone Cold. yeah he was He's just so, so sad, sad.
1: Saddest I miss that before. figure. I gotta go through the bins. Ugh. I know I don't have a lot of those, but yeah, I'm also um, in a, a oh, money yeah, situation. We, we where definitely... I can
2: afford to buy back certain ones. We can afford. Yeah, but we things. we definitely had a mixture because, like, I you had the rock that like the actual in ring rock. My rock had like hard legs and pants and like a jacket, mm-hmm. but he looked way better than yours. Like the face was way. Oh better. yeah, my face was awful. My face had like cartoon yeah. bug eyes. Like he had like hyperthyroidism.
1: <laughs> like he had Graves' disease. <laughs> rock.
2: Uh, and, but of course, as, but mine as came with lad. the
1: two pack with Mankind yeah. with the removable mm-hmm. mask, So obviously, which I had the dope. better Mankind because he had yeah, the brown cause... shirt Mankind, which was cool, but he yeah. wasn't current, and we yeah, needed no. current, absolutely. But mine sucked because you couldn't do the leg drop because he had a hard plastic top and the shirt hung mm. over, so you couldn't bend his legs to do the leg drop, which was a Mankind move.
0: Yeah. So, so there's that, the give and take. Cool. Yet yeah.
1: if you knew Mankind was going to do the leg drop off of the apron, then. You couldn't use my figure. Yeah. So we, we had to make plans like that.
2: But yeah, but I, mean, I think we, we also used to do, we were very entrepreneurial and we've like, we've got two of these. This, uh, well, look, we don't need two Chris Jerichos. So the, the Lionheart the lion Jericho is now Shannon Moore. Ha ha. Yep. Boom. Yep. We've just created an extra figure. Ha ha. Resourceful. Very resourceful. I mean, Although sometimes to, to be honest direct. with you,
1: the company does the same thing. This Owen Hart isn't Owen Hart at all. We painted a goatee on him, and now he's Jeff Jarrett.
2: (laughs) Totally different,
1: yeah. (laughs) Uh, um, Back to the event, I guess. Uh, D'Lo Brown. D'Lo Brown, so Godfather. He's officially the Godfather now. It's funny that you say that, because in the next month, Tony, one month later than this, is Brawl for All, and he competes in Brawl for All as Kama Mustafa the Fighting Machine.
2: Yeah, it makes no... Yeah. I, I don't know and, he, and they don't even call him like these like they call him the godfather of the nation yes which is weird but he he's godfather. But that's how he we said... got his name i guess that yeah so the other day i was wondering i was
1: like the godfather is a, a movie about an italian mob boss how does like some fucking some black no. pimp <laughs> get the same name i don't right. understand like where the connection is and then i'm like oh the godfather of the nation so like Even though The Rock is the current acting boss, the Majordomo is the godfather. Like, okay, okay,
0: I get it, I get it. But it's still stupid. It's Russo. It's not stupid, it's Russo. Because it's not stupid if it
1: works, right? And some of the shit works. Stupid or not, it works. Mm -hmm. And uh, you can see why he tried the same shit on Nitro three -hmm. years or two years later. Unfortunately, yeah. we had already seen it. Like, I don't think that Vince Russo has a bad brain for wrestling. I just think that he trying to recycle the same ideas uh-huh. um, doesn't always work. However, there's some really good shit in WC. I'm just going to throw out a Russoism real quick. Yeah. Um, Lance Storm renamed the hardcore title, which she doesn't think represents athleticism, especially as a Canadian. To the Saskatchewan Hardcore International title. Yes. The SHIT title.
0: <laughs> right?
1: Uh. <laughs> like, like that's Vince Russo, and I love him for it. Like, I would have fucking Man. hate that, but that's what I love wrestling for. And I'm like, you know what? That was amazing. I, I love Landstorm. I love the Saskatchewan Hardcore International oh, yeah. title. That should have gotten over, but it couldn't yes. because we had already done it here two years earlier, you know? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, so what we got? What Dilo wins he, via chest yeah, protector. wins. Yes. Uh, he he beats Xpoc. Uh, but but uh, then whatever. okay.
1: So then there's a, a kerfuffle, right? The nation comes in. They start beating down on X-Pac. Yes. Or no, 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 no. That happens later. That's in the two. Wait, out of three no. Falls um. Match. Yeah. The beatdown happens later.
2: I'm I think there's. I think there's still some shenanigans, but. Okay.
1: Yeah, I, I can't I remember which it, one happens here. There's the, a the lot good of one Dx, a, yeah,
2: yeah. There's a lot of DX Nation things going on because uh, I think we're closing in on the uh, the magical blackface that uh, you know. It may I have think... already happened.
1: Um, okay, I don't have an exact date for that since I can't go back and watch it on Peacock. Yeah. Um. But yeah. No. Um. Well, okay. So next match, we start off with some interviews, right? Um, yeah. Or rather, an interview. And yeah. So, yep. have you watched the Dark Side of the Ring episode on the Brawl for All, where Vince Rosa talks about how the whole idea was basically to put Bradshaw in his place because he was such a bully?
2: No, I have not.
1: But, but I do I'm know. I do know. I do it.
2: know that story. But yeah,
1: yeah, I'm starting to believe that that actually is the actual motivation behind it. Um. Mm-hmm. And just this segment alone makes me think. So, you know how uh, Vince and Bruce and Pat and everybody there, they, they loved a rib JR because JR sells it. So, like, yes. even to when JR was drafted to SmackDown, mm-hmm. um, when that happened, he didn't know he was going to be drafted. And so that right. interaction on air, he was, yes. what? Like, that was yeah. real. So yes. and they they did that to him. They say so they got a genuine reaction, and he thinks it's so they could rib him. And I stand by Jr. on that. It's because they want to see his reaction because it's a rib.
0: It's funny yeah. to them. Um, the uh, I think Vince Russo told Terry to say that like
1: right before this interview just to see what Bradshaw would say because uh, Bradshaw's from Texas. Yeah, and. Bradshaw just came off of a really, really bad run teaming with Barry Wyndham, but as Mm -hmm. Blackjack Barry and he's Blackjack Bradshaw. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're basically burying a a talent like Barry Windham and that doesn't push an up and comer like Justin Hawk Bradshaw. Yeah. Um, Right. So he's in his head thinking, oh, I'm finally getting the push. Mankind's doing bigger shit. He just got thrown off the cell so he can't work with Terry. So now I get to work Mm -hmm. with Terry and it's going to elevate me. And then mm-hmm. in this interview, Terry's like, so I'm going to retire. And he's like, what? You're going to what? Yeah, right. Like, I think it was real. Like I think it was like, yo, we're going to fuck with Bradshaw. <laughs> so in this interview, yeah, that, that I want sense. you to say you're going to retire and see how pissed off he gets for the entire match, bro. Because mm-hmm. I, I want to fire this guy. And if, if he, if he, if he beats somebody up too bad, bro, here's my chance, bro. I don't know. I'm 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 going off that. But also, um, both of these songs. Mm-hmm. Not not sure that I've ever heard the Rook Scorpio rap song that this is. No. No, it's uh, very I weird. like it. It's cool. Like works better than
3: oh was so funky. Well yeah, that just
1: sounds um, horrible, but uh, and then also I'm pretty sure this is the new Blackjacks theme song and they're just giving it to Funk and, and Yeah, I think, I'm pretty sure, yeah. the bum, Bump, bump, bump.
2: But I mean, um, I think bum, we're we're we bum, have to be getting because so we're about we're very nearly into ministry type territory, right? We're getting we're approaching.
1: Yeah, well, the ministry happens when Paul Bearer turns on Cain and Mankind and rejoins right. the Undertaker. That's when the Ministry of Darkness actually occurs. OK, gotcha. Um, well, because I'm just know... saying like cause I think we're getting we're, there, uh... but I don't yeah. know how
2: close we are. Well, I just ask because I know I, I, it's interesting. We see Farouk and Bradshaw here against each other because uh, we do, They end up. They have to be teaming up at some point in the near. Okay, so after Barrett turns on him in October of ninety-eight, Taker announced the Ministry of Darkness. Okay, so yeah, we're we're very nearly there. We're a couple months out. And these are, um, they are sacrifices.
1: All of them occur the same way. And uh, not just these two, but Jeff Jarrett had Southern Justice, um, which was uh, Henry Godwin and, uh, well, that's Uh, not his name. uh, It was Mark uh, Canterbury and uh, Dennis Knight. Yeah, Midian. And Dennis Knight becomes Midian. Um, The one that doesn't make sense is Mabel, because it's not like Mabel gets regular TV time. He's just no. still signed. Yeah. So, like, the Viscera thing has never made sense to me. Everybody else made perfect sense. Also, Undertaker doesn't like Viscera or didn't like Viscera. Right. Like, um, Mabel and Taker had to have several matches together, and Taker was pretty critical of Mabel hurting him. So I've always thought oh it God. was funny that Viscera ended up, like, such a staple of the ministry. I yeah. think that was purely a Vince Russo call, going, like, mm-hmm. look at him. And if we give him a blonde he's, mohawk in these, in these eyes, yeah, you're never going to forget what he looks like. He's a comic no, yeah. character and it yeah. worked. It worked. Yes. Like, so many things that we can
2: fucking shit on Russo all day long, but so many things oh. that he did character wise worked. So just because I'm doing background, um, uh, the night they, uh, the acolytes became a thing, uh, on the Sunday night heat before survivor series. 98 is the cool. first, t- they, t- they teamed together as the acolytes and so they were managed months. by the Jackals. So, we
1: have the amount of time until we start shooting in uh in room episodes again, Tony.
2: Yeah, and it's it's crazy. Like I so they they were actually in, I didn't know this, but they were initially managed by uh, our boy, the Jackal. Oh, Mister Callus himself. He's fucking so everywhere. He did
1: it first, and then the Undertaker adopted them all.
2: Yeah. Well, so from what I'm seeing here is they teamed to form the acolytes, managed by the Jackal. Their gimmick was that. They, this, this one's good. Their main gimmick was that my dog's attacking my foot. What are you doing this for? Goodness. It's like, we don't have a cat now, but we have a dog attacking my foot. Uh, the, the main part of the gimmick was that of a dark duo known for their unrepentant savagery against their opponents. So. But yes, yeah, so it says after uh, Jackal left, they joined the ministry. So I don't, I don't know if they were ever actually sacrificed. No. I think they were, they, they just, they were like, doctored w- in. Yeah, basically. The, yeah, the Jackal so.
1: had already converted them to the dark side. Undertaker just swooped them under his bat wing.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, no, yeah. So, we're, we're, yeah. We're, uh, we're a couple months from this, so that'll be cool. But, yeah, I just thought it was interesting seeing them in the same ring here. I was like, oh, they must be close to being a team. Um, Farouk and Scorpio win. Uh, the match was, I, I don't care. It, was, it happened. Uh, but... I liked it.
1: Um, I okay. like Scorpio. I I do. Um, yeah,
2: Scorpio's good. He looks his hair's weird. I'm not used to him having the that hairstyle. I like yeah. that.
1: This yeah. reminds me of ECW, WCW Scorpio. This is yeah, he's Scorpio. Yeah, yeah. Once he grew his hair out again, that's he's Funk.
2: Yeah, no, you're done. Yeah,
1: and he's not wearing boots that don't fit. That was the worst. Well, they fit. <laughs> it's just that they didn't fit his knees. They fit his feet, <laughs> right? They just they're very really long
2: and they go very very far up his leg. Uh, so yeah, they won. Uh, Next up, we got. I, I can't believe I did not realize how long Vader hung around. I thought he was fucking gone by now, but nope, still here. Big fat piece of shit. Big fat piece of shit loses to Mark Henry in a match that I would like to not have seen because it wasn't good. Because Mark Henry didn't. Be, he, he was terrible basically until what, like the Silverback era, kind of Mark Henry? Like the big bushy beard, cornrows you know, Mark Henry? And even That's then, subjective, it, it I good? guess,
1: because I think sexual chocolate was entertaining as fuck. So, Well, no, I just
2: mean in-ring work-wise. He's never been like... Oh, in-ring, he was not no. good until Hall of Pain. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, like, oh, literally Hall of pain, yeah. the end of his fucking career.
2: Yeah, it's when he started... Yeah, it's very weird, but... But, uh, so but he it's, beat not, Vader... it's not that he
1: couldn't work. It's that he couldn't put together a match and be the ring general. It was once he was like fucking 45 and they were like, this is your push. (laughs) Like, 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 that's when it's and it clicked. And that Hall of Pain era that he he carried the company on his fucking back there for a minute. Well, yeah, I
2: I think he's mentioned it in interviews before. Like he basically like that's kind of what he described it as. He's like, I just never clicked for me. So, you know, and then, yeah. And now, now I mean, I always
1: thought he was great um, even back here. Like he's a big motherfucker and he's and he's sure he's not Bam Bam Bigelow. Like, oh, by the way, most recent Dark Side of the Ring episode, Bam Bam Bigelow. Go watch that, Ooh, folks. Okay. So good. All of this season's been so good because it's not so dark. They, 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 We're running out of, like, really, 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 really dark stories. So now it's just like this guy ended up on drugs and overdosed and that was sad. Yeah. And
3: right. so, like,
1: you can handle that. It's not like he murdered his whole family and maybe Kevin Sullivan framed him. Like, it's not. it's not that dark. Yeah. It's not that. So it's not Adrian Adonis junkyard dog, bam, bam, Bigelow doink the clown season four of dark side of the ring is not as heavy for those who are emotionally betrodden downtrodden, whatever. Uh, it's, it's been pretty solid stuff and you get to see some pretty funny early bam, bam pictures with hair and stuff like that. So definitely a good watch. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't think Mark Henry's bad. Uh, no, he's like, not
0: bad.
2: He's not, he's. It's just it they, sucks. They, when they you...
1: were paying him way too much money, which is why they pay, They treated him like shit. Was they felt right. like they had to sign him when he was literally the world's strongest man had just won that title. Right. Know, it,
2: it, it's it kind of like it's mm. kind of like opposite almost because like later on they tried to sign Angle and they offered him a big contract. He turned it down and because then he from didn't want to lose. You, yeah, you exactly, know that story, he right? Understand. He's like, well, yeah, you no, know, yeah. I can
1: never lose, right? And they were yeah, like, like I have like, to be a, good guy. I'm a gold
2: medalist. Yeah. And they're like,
1: okay. But it's Oh, not, well, the yeah. good guy shit was on his second run. They were like, well, I'm going to oh, be a okay. good guy. And they were like, well, you go ahead and you do that. They you were like, you're going to be nobody- a heel. <laughs> but you go out and do exactly what you say. <laughs> your intensity, you- your integrity, and your intelligence. Oh and God, you will yeah. be a good guy. We we promise,
2: Kurt. Yeah. I, I and he came back I out and he was like,
1: wow, that didn't work at all. And they're like, we told you so. Yeah. We told you. Nobody
2: likes that shit. But yeah, no, it's originally they offered him a huge contract right after he won. He didn't want to lose. And then he kind of got soured on it. Cause he went to that ECW, that whole fiasco with the yeah. crucifixion. And then eventually he, he I, I think in his, well, I have to, I have to read his book again. It's been, a I while, have but...
1: his book. It's the early book, but uh, I prefer to like cross-reference stuff like that against podcasts now. Co- true, okay. Yeah. So
2: Tony, correct
1: me if I'm wrong. Is there not a <laughs> section in the mankind book? where Mick Foley talks about how he's not sure that Abdullah can read because he's pretty sure Abdullah orders the exact same thing as him at the restaurant.
2: Yes. I I believe that's a thing, yes.
1: Okay, so in the Dark Side of the Ring episode, they interviewed Mick Foley, and he said, that's not something I had heard until more recently. I'm pretty sure Abby could always read. Maybe. And I Uh, was like, but wait wait a second. I'm pretty sure the first time I heard that he might have been illiterate was from you. So I'm I'm like that's why I was so I was like I didn't know about Hannibal and the Hep C and all that shit. All I knew is the first time I heard that that maybe Abdul the butcher couldn't read was because Mick
2: Foley said so. I yeah I'd have to go back and yeah we'd have to do some who research. else is who else would have traveled with him? Yeah no and, that's true. So I mean yeah. because
1: I've read Jericho's book, but Jericho's too late in the industry. He wouldn't have traveled with Abby. No yeah. Hulk Hulk never traveled with Abby. No yeah no and I'm trying yeah none so of the it, other it was Mick Foley's book that he wrote that and then now he's like oh, I, I don't know if that's true I, I've never heard that until more recently you wrote it you're the reason you've heard that yeah you wrote that down in your book and then everybody read it and they're like oh Abby can't read and then they tell you and then you remember that you wrote it,
2: uh, it yeah I, I don't swear know. to God
1: he <laughs> wrote that I'm gonna find the passage because in the episode he's like well that's not something I had heard until more recently because they only bring up that he's illiterate when the Hep C lawsuit from Hannibal Devin whatever the the YouTube dude, yeah, you know you know who I'm talking about right, yeah. Um, uh, Great Night War, Great North Wrestling, Hannibal. Oh,
0: uh, so yeah. I read on your Wikipedia that you uh, so uh,
1: and that guy stabbed somebody in the head yeah. last year. So that right, guy right, got right. Hepatitis C apparently from Abby. And Abby says he was not able to read the litigation, able to read any of the legal paperwork because he couldn't read. And so they're interviewing wrestlers, asking them based on that context. And so that's when Mick Foley goes, oh, that's not something I'd heard till more recently. But in his book, prior to this lawsuit, he says, I'm not sure that Abby can read and write because whenever we went to a restaurant that he'd never been before, he said, I'll have what you're having, Jack. Yeah. Okay. I swear to God, if yeah, if, if, familiar, if not, right? then we're in a real Mandela effect situation. Because I swear yeah. to fucking God. Ah, oh, fucking!
2: Can we just skip the next match? I don't want to talk about it. Um, which one? DoA and match? LOD. <laughs>
1: um. Well, yes, we can skip it as long as I say that the entirety of the commentary on this match was talking about how creepy Paul Ellering was and how it seemed like he had ulterior motives. He's already turned on LOD. I don't know. You're not going to get yeah. either of these teams
2: over with a manager who hasn't been popular since the early 80s. Sorry. Well, no, that's the thing. Like, they're still they're trying really hard to push LOD. But I think LODs they're still popular, but they're not like, you know, they're not going to they got over the game. in an industry
1: with job matches where you could squash people and make these mm-hmm. guys look big. That is yep. no longer this industry. It's very hard to maintain that m- that level of elevated above the rest of the roster and see them on TV every
2: week. Exactly. And have them win say, every week. I was going to say, I think it's mostly due to the TV. Cause back when they came up, it was when they got big, it was, you know, the promo- or the, the territories basically. Yeah. So they, they were, did they, have they were weekly TV, but they were, but, it was
1: yeah. different. It was just yeah, different. It
2: was, it was different. Yeah, no, it, exactly. The, so, like, the studio the, yeah. television
1: shows. So you think of squash matches like early raw. You're like, oh, well, it's Undertaker versus Damian Demento. I wonder who's going to win. It was worse than that. Studio wrestling, Jim Crockett Promotions, World Championship Wrestling. Literally, there was a ring in a television studio. There's Mm -hmm. 200 people watching that ring. And when the match is over, they go over here. Dusty Rhodes stands in front of a wall with the logo. And that's where hard times, daddy. They give you a watch. And that's happening in the same studio with the 200 people and the ring. Which is Mm -hmm. why everyone's so fucking loud. Because yeah. they're in a small room, and yeah. there's people coming out to fight their next match in the rain because not everybody had entrance music. The jobbers right. certainly didn't
2: so, well, no, like, and, and it is also different. like nowadays, like most, like even in early raw, like the jobbers still looked like wrestlers, right? Back back in the olden days, like it, it literally it looked like they're like, "Hey, some guy." Do you want to be in the ring? for just They'll beat you up for 10 minutes. Like, okay.
1: It's like when you and go I, to the yeah. swimming
2: pool and you're like, well, I didn't bring my trunks. And they're like, well, you could just wear your boxers. Oh,
1: okay. A, then they yeah, throw you in thing. the ring.
2: Yeah, same thing. Uh, so I, the match was, I, I mean, I skipped through it. I just, I don't want to watch the D. I don't, the DOA's not, I don't, I, I don't need that. I don't want to watch it. <laughs> Can't make me watch it. No, it's it's okay. This whole match was
1: entrances with motorcycles. That was it. Uh, And then we and then we
2: get into what is, from what I've heard, possibly the greatest match ever. Well, the greatest cinematic match. Cinematic match ever. It's not, but it's poignant, Tony. There's there's no
1: there's nothing in this match that wastes time. All right. No. Four minutes and fifty three seconds.
2: Not a lot happens here that didn't have to happen. No, um, I think um, I think the the clear highlight of this entire match is Owen Hart putting Ken Shamrock's head through a hole.
1: Yes, the uh,
2: and the King laughing very very very
1: hard at such. And then Jim Ross going, "What's so funny about that?" Well, the entirety of it, actually, the everything, everything about that is very funny.
2: There's a big fucking pipe right there (laughs) it's just yeah he just put his head through the the, wall and, and trust me if you've not seen this you need to go watch it because this is not like a cinematic match like that had any effort i feel like Stu hart basically went you can have one camera no lights you got ten minutes and get yeah, fuck out of my you house. bring
1: so much equipment down to the basement you're gonna you're gonna break the uh, you're gonna break the uh, integrity of the house up. Uh, so, uh, so yeah this maybe, is basically uh, f- basically to minute... maintain the allure right it's dungeon right everyone says they hear the screaming through the vents I don't want them to see too much it is
2: down uh... there I will say it is pretty uh brutal like they definitely take a lot of shots to the head on what looks to be a just a solid wall there's no reason for owen to take these bumps other than he
1: knows who he's against and he's willing yes does that make sense yes because because this is rough and that's why i enjoyed it a lot because it's like oh, there's, it was, there's just, nothing about this scary. that's a work
2: or they're just like well let's shoot it
1: but yeah let's make it a
2: short yeah. shoot Yeah, you guys wrestle for five minutes. The only thing Um,
1: worked in this entire match is Shamrock accidentally kicking Dan Severn in the head. Yes. Everything else is a shoot, and it's fucking fantastic. I had a lot of fun watching this. I was like, wait, wait, wait. I was literally, I'm not going to lie. So you skip ahead still. What I'm doing with my time is I'm doing wrestling how I used to do when I was a kid. It's on in the background while I do other shit. So I've been playing Donkey Kong Country 3, fantastic game, while I'm watching these old events. Screens right above the screen. I'm literally watching while I'm playing. Yeah. But when this match started, I stopped playing the game to watch this match for five minutes. (laughs) Because I was like, what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen here? Oh, it was uh, I I thought it was great. I thought it was fucking great. The worst part about it was Dan Severn's not an actor. You know, waking up from the roundhouse kick to count. That was it. That's the worst. And and if the worst thing you could say is this actual dominant phenomenal athlete is not good at pretending to be a
2: referee. It was pretty good.
1: It was pretty good.
2: I mean, it, it wasn't the worst. It was. It was weird, and I. I don't know. It, well, it I happened. had a lot of. I had a lot of fun with the show, and this next match um,
1: reminded me of how good these two guys are together, and the yeah, reason no, this... why. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, this company sustained its status as number one, even when Stone Cold couldn't rustle. rustle, was these two can work a slow, methodical match that keeps you fucking interested. I'm talking about The Rock and Triple H. Yeah. These two can work a slow, methodical match that goes all over the ring, anywhere, and this is pre-Sledgehammer Triple H. If this match had happened later, I would probably would have liked it less. Yeah. This is good. I really well, so the, enjoyed so this. We're, we're,
2: yeah, we're at the, we're at the period of Triple H where he he's transitioning for sure because I, I think he's already got in his mind that he wants to move away from DX. I think he said that before. He's like, I knew sure. if I but, stay with and, DX, I'm he's never going to be the, he's guy. the
1: leader. Of yeah, the so the he's still horsemen. involved. So he's got yeah. his his robe. Like this is my favorite Triple H. The robe was cool, man. Like I don't know. Yeah
2: yeah but so it's triple
1: but, h before he got too roided when he has the yeah the, yeah the,
2: this is triple this is h it. before he's be, he's still he's still got a good physique he still was a bodybuilder but this is before he got huge and this is also be, like i feel like when he was still willing to almost like you know call it in the ring like i feel like we all know later triple h like reign of terror triple h his matches are it's the same formula every every time same thing yep. At least here, like, it's a, it's, it feels like there's a little bit of spontaneity. Well, He's this reminds me stuff. of,
1: like, the, the cactus matches we've watched. The, yeah. You can tell that they're just working on the fly. There is yeah. no planning in this. They're just like, okay, now what? And yeah, they're both well, blown it, up and they're both sweating their asses off. And they're just like, okay, now what? We got, we got and, 10 and more and minutes. It works. It fucking yeah. works for me. Like, maybe it's because I was raised on it. Right, like we yeah. were raised on this as the main event. This wasn't the sub main event or two matches from the, this was main event caliber. Yeah, shit. this is what we, well, ninety nine to oh one, this was the main event.
2: Right, and I think we're so we're actually, um, I believe it's at summer. I don't know. L- later this year, we're going to get the ladder match, which is fantastic. The Rock, Triple H, where Triple H gets the belt back, and I believe that's what catapults the Rock to the main event. Mm-hmm. Right, And then Triple H kind of hangs around a little longer, and I think he gets pushed up what next year, basically, I think, is kind of the timeline we're looking at. Yeah. Uh, because I know right now we've got, we're doing the Austin Undertaker, and that that goes basically through the next couple months, I think. And then th- do we go straight into Austin Rock after that? Like I think I think Triple H wraps up with Rock and then Austin wraps up with Taker. Well, and I'm Triple pretty H sure starts we get... feuding with
1: mankind because mankind starts deviating. The corporation isn't fully established yet, but when right. they are, Triple H leaves DX for the corporation. I don't know. Things were really fluid back then. They worked well. It wasn't like somebody was just going to pull the trigger on some weird storyline. It was like yeah. things seemed like they could go one way or the other. Mm-hmm. And like, um, Sidebar, but I'll say AEW's on track with that right now with MJF and Cole. However, yeah. mm-hmm. if they fucking split them up, it makes one of them look like a fucking idiot. Yeah. So the smart thing to do is to turn Adam Cole on Roderick Strong and make Roddy the fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. That's how we do this. If Adam Cole goes, I want the belt, Adam Cole or MJF uh, is an idiot, then it makes. Adam Cole looked like an idiot for trusting MJF and it looks MJF look like an idiot for trusting Adam Cole.
0: Mm-hmm. If
1: MJF turns on Adam Cole, then it just makes Adam Cole look like an idiot, which you don't need for your babyface contender. Right. If he's supposed to be your babyface contender, he should be the smarter one. The heel should be the dumb idiot. Right.
0: Like I don't know
2: why oh, so.
1: Tony Khan doesn't get how to write yeah. simple storylines, but like this one's really
2: eating at me because I like what they're doing, but I don't like where they're going. Yeah. Uh. So I, I did confirm while we were, you're were on that tangent Um. by nine by December of 98, the rock is world champion. So yeah, that's definitely the direction we're going. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, I figured, yeah. um, I mean, it's. Although, although it, look, it looks like they have mankind working with The Rock and Austin and Taker still in a thing. Oh, no, they I, have I them all. They have them all. So it's interchangeable, kind of, but. Uh. If
1: I ever get the chance to sit down with Stone Cold, ever, I'm going to ask him really weird questions about. I'm, I'm going to try and intentionally make him angry or bring up nights that made him angry because mm-hmm. he will remember that. Yeah. So I'm going to be like, hey, when they told you on Fully Loaded 98 that you'd have to be working with The Undertaker because Undertaker and Mankind went over so well at King of the Ring 98, were you mad at Taker and Foley for getting each other so over that it fucked with your character development? Right. And where did you think you could go with The Undertaker from there? Shit like that. Like, I really yeah. want to know, like, because he'll be like, well, I'm going to tell you right now, two faces, that's not a good program. You know? You gotta, you're splitting the audience. You know, you're splitting the audience right down the middle. Half the audience likes The Undertaker. Half the audience likes Old Stone Cold. What are you going to do? You know, so I mean, like, I think he's going to have yeah. a lot of wisdom on, on shit like that. And I'd really like to get him to sit down and, and like, hear... Where, what was going through your head that night?
2: No, yeah, that's, that's what I want to do. With, because with, like, I think the, 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 I the screwy like that.
1: bullshit that happened with the fucking first blood match, right? Yeah. Oh, well, they're trying to protect Austin without having him beat Kane. Okay, yeah. so why is he gonna beat Kane the next night on Raw? Yeah, exactly. It's like, what's, it's like why like, yeah. so what was going through your head as as they're laying this out to you and blatantly lying to you? You know what I yeah. mean? Like, like it's shit like that that I really like to know what he because he's such a he had a strong mind for what he wanted his character to be and do. And yeah. that's why he's maintained his status as nobody will ever surpass him. No. Um during this uh, I was I was reading the Observer from this. Tony, hmm. by late 1997, did you know that Stone Cold T-shirts, the Austin 316 shirts, had outsold Hulkamania shirts by late '97, which is insane because that shirt before was only out yeah. ter- or, no, no, yeah, his before his fucking turn. Or his turn was Mania. So yeah, but, but like, before like, his very... title reign, yeah, before he his title outsold. reign, he'd already yeah. outsold. So that's how when they tell you that literally Austin's the highest ever combined, if you combine Hulk Hogan and the NWO and The Rock and Sting,
2: that's still less than Austin. Yeah.
0: No, Austin. Yeah. That's insane. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
2: No, and that's why anyone that tries to argue is like, no, objectively, Austin was the biggest draw in wrestling ever. He just was. He yeah. sold the most, he made the most money for everybody, sold the most merch, like he just, it just is. And, and that's even at a time like back that like the merch machine is so much better now. Like it's cheaper, it's easier, but he's, st- well. no it's, one's going to touch him.
1: It's cheaper, it's easier, except now everybody's diverting a third party. I don't like yeah. that WWE just went to Fanatics at all. Right, yeah, it's a little weird. Well, it's bad. Cause my my opinion was WWE garments were solid good quality because they owned everything top to bottom, right? Right, like they owned the fucking textile factory that that made the shirts that right. then got printed. You know, yeah. um, now I I'm worried. I don't think it's gonna suck, but I am worried. Um, and it, it tells you a lot about where world economies are anymore. Yeah, like we're, we're. I mean,
2: kinda, w- I mean, luckily we yeah. have. Uh... Uh, Pro wrestling tees, which do have quality stuff. So there's that. Yeah, Uh, but there's another issue, Tony.
1: So you know why AEW didn't have any stock at their house shows? It's because they don't make their own shirts. Because they run all their merch through pro wrestling tees.
2: Who are not a big enough outfit anymore. Well, they're not a retailer. retailer. They're they're a provider.
1: So if you need people who are going to sell merch at the arena, at your event, and stock merch, you need to have... Maybe somebody other than the Young Bucks' wife running your merch department.
2: Yeah, mm. you thing. But no, maybe just get rid of the Young Bucks. Then go away. Maybe, but maybe. I wouldn't mind. We'll It'd be fine. Uh, if Cody Sean... could go away and we're still doing Battle Bowl, then the Bucks can go away and we can still call it Elite. Yep. Uh, so next up isn't isn't a match per se, but uh, it is. It is a thing. No, it's a match. Is it a match? Okay. Well, yeah, we there's two match. matches of tits. It's they true. match each other. It's true, they do. Oh, we got a bikini Jacqueline. contest. Jacqueline versus Sable. I'm just going to throw uh, it out there. Jacqueline's way hotter than Sable. Yeah, oh <laughs> for sure. No question. Yeah. I I, I don't I've never I don't know. I never got the Sable thing. I just she, I, I mean, well, when we were eight, we downloaded yeah. this picture because we well, had yes. not
1: seen tits, but now yeah, we've I seen mean, balloons yeah. and we've seen tits. And while yeah, both of really these mean. women have breast augmentation surgery, one of them doesn't have a frame to support the balloons they've put on their body, and that woman's yeah. the white one.
2: Yes. So uh, this is this is the infamous moment where she's wearing like painted on handprints. Uh, yeah, I. Jerry Lawler base I th- I'm pretty sure he came in his pants. Pretty sure that happened. One, I don't know if you saw on the the scene
1: after this he's sniffing her top.
2: Yeah, yep, yeah, he's uh Like he's I
0: said,
1: f- the the act 1, act 2, act 3, mo- the the first two acts of the show are about how Jerry Lawler is a pervert and the third yep. act of the show is about how the undertaker actually showed up.
0: Yes. Oh, I f-
2: we haven't even, oh, excuse me. Sorry, we haven't even mentioned. The, so the whole theme of this show is um, the, the main event is Austin and Taker versus Kane and Mankind for the tag titles because we're t- doing that odd couple thing. And now and, uh, um, it, Undertaker should be, might it should not be show mentioned
1: um, that the Raw the week prior to this, the Undertaker did not show up for the triple threat match between Kane, Undertaker, and Austin. However, it was actually Kane that did not show up, and the Undertaker removed Kane's mask, Yes. And and he was was Kane. It's very Russo.
2: It's very Russo.
1: (laughs) So the world champion is Undertaker, even though he wasn't in the match, but he was in the match, but then he was disqualified for the match, but then it turned out he was in the match. So the world champion going into this match is Undertaker. Technically. Yes. Yes. It
2: should be. I'm pretty sure it's not actually,
0: but it should
1: be. No, but Austin retains the championship because
2: Kane beat him, but it wasn't Kane. But it wasn't Kane. Yeah, so... So, yeah, I don't know. We're, we can get into, if you want to get into real deep wrestling. So more, we are te- prior
1: to, we're still prior to Kane and The Undertaker back-to-back pinning Austin in the triple threat.
2: Yes, that is, I think, two, a month or two away, yes. Okay. But we um, know but, where
1: we are as fans, uh, to explain confused. to our audience of one person. Yes, we're confused. Now, uh, as children, a... this made perfect sense. Obviously, oh, the brothers are going to stick together and fight yeah, the man. Of course, but yeah. which is the man? Is Austin the man, or is McMahon the man? They're both the man. Then why are the brothers sticking both, together? All, they just met man. each other three months ago. Why
2: are Sable's tits so big? We didn't know. We had no idea. Uh, think, it's we yeah. crazy. We don't. We don't know. We just but know but we like them. And and Walt walked in and went nice and left. Like, Thank you, Walt. Good job. Good job, kids. Thanks, Walt. <laughs> Uh, but, yeah, so the main event uh, turns out Taker is here because uh, he's here. And we get uh, the debut of the song that I forgot to add to our wrestling list. Uh, it is the first incarnation, the one you were mentioning, actually, that you said I think is it's my your favorite, favorite Taker song. It yes. is very good, yes. And it, so it is it is the. the, uh, the but without the...
1: But it's not the yep. Talking in Tongues Ministry yep. version, it's the version right. with a lot of strings and orchestra.
2: Which yeah, so it's, it it's fucking. ooh. Yeah, it's it's yes. like, it's like, it's almost like a mix. Like, it, that's the thing with the themes. We mentioned it, I think, about the rock in Austin. Like, the themes. which you heard are a lot the, of that nation song with no rock on this show. You, you have yes. to hear that
1: song three times. So,
2: yes, yeah. But that's what we were talking about. Like, you get a basic theme, like just the, the original Austin theme. And like every year or so, I feel like Johnson would be like, well, I haven't um I haven't been on that. I'm gonna go in and add an extra layer uh to the track and then he just he'll go in and add a little bit and like every year. I feel like it's because he knows there's a new album every year and she's like, Oh, I better update it a little bit for the new album.
1: I honestly and don't so feel that's like it he, was his decision ever. You think someone just
2: told him go yes. do it?
1: Yes. Um, and the reason I say that is because Bret Hart's song, which he did write, never been updated.
2: That's true. Well, I mean... A, uh, well, okay, so a Natalia's
1: bit. version, and there's versions with, like, bigger guitar riffs. Yeah, that's what but, I... But, like, the but, fact yeah. that we stick with the intro means that Jim yeah. Johnston knows that... Okay, so human memory is tied to memory. It's not tied to things that sound like things. That sound. It's tied to things that sound exactly like things. Yeah. So in order to elicit the response of Bret Hart, he has to play the exact first dun How hard is it to chug one chord, Tony? How hard would it have been to re-record that? But that's the part that he keeps. And then from the break, that's when the guitar tone changes. Why? Yeah. Because of psychology, because, oh, the crowd will to know a heart's coming. dun 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 That shit's been in our vernacular since 87 when the Heart Foundation debuted. We're not gonna change that. And that... He gets that, and I don't think the company does. Jimmy Hart gets that. You know, there was never a remix of "Sexy Boy." Well, there were, yeah. but like, not, not that were used. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, no,
2: no, yeah. Michael's used the original one with was it Sherry doing the vocals, and then the one where he did them, and that's yep. what he used after he
1: left Sherry. Forever. Sherry was off the vocals, and then that's been the version
2: forever. Yeah, and then they're and they're like, "Hey, why don't you do it?" He's like, "Okay, sure. Why well, fuck it." And think that's I'm how you hot. get and that's how you get mm. possibly the most iconic theme song of all time. I think it was in our top few, and it is. Oh, it was S tier. Or Repo Man, dear. Yeah, Repo sorry, Repo. How did, how dare you? Disparage. I, I, I apologize, Barry Thank Darso. You. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, we're going to the main event. So it's Austin Taker. Taker is there. He showed up. We get his cool theme song against Kane. Uh, bam, we're in bam, the bam, that's what he was doing. He was yeah. he was working
1: with Jim Johnston on the mix. He was like, "I can't fucking debut a new song and the mix sucks, Jim." And Jim was <laughs> like, "Okay, so like
0: <laughs> Yeah, that's
1: it. That's it. Now I'm coming." Uh, that was you it. know that,
2: that that must be it. Uh I, I Oh swear, mankind, mankind.
1: Because I, like I mankind. said, the week before is is, is Undertaker going to show up. Ha. Oh, his
0: brother Kane is here. Undertaker must have forfeited the match. Oh, my God. It's the Undertaker. So, I'm just saying.
1: We are also...
2: On. Yeah, it is also worth noting that uh, Kane is wearing long sleeves now. We're in the long sleeve Kane era, which is the figure I had.
1: Well, we uh, entered that era with the uh, post-Inferno match.
2: That's true. You're right. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I feel like he got we more
1: are- scars, so
0: we stayed more burned. Yes. Yeah. Um. So this match is something. I,
2: I, I don't even know how to like, like I watched it and it was kind of like what, you, like basically if mankind's in there, it's good. If Kane's in there, it's not as good. Basically is what I can give you from this.
1: Uh, Our neighbor is playing rats by Ghost. Oh, okay.
2: That's a good song.
1: It's just he's been playing some very serious death metal drumming, and then like I know that song just based off the da yeah. da 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 da. I'm like, oh yeah,
0: cool. I know that. Um,
2: yeah, can... sorry folks. Yeah, can... I just, can... Can... I just... Can... I... Ma- mankind takes a pretty nasty bump onto the table that doesn't break. Uh, that was pretty good. Uh, Basically, yeah. I think
1: this whole match is kind of lame.
2: Yeah, but it has to happen. And it has to be the main event. Like I think The Rock, Triple H, should have ended the show, but it can't. But I feel you can't. You can't yeah, exactly. with an intercontinental
1: title match. It's it's. I get Let's, why. With it's a, not with the like non- two finish. world titles and things are fucking no. Yeah, you can. You, you yeah. literally can't end the show with an IC title match when you have the the tag team titles involving the world champion.
2: Well, especially when that especially when the IC match ends in a you know, it's a no contest, it's a draw. You, like you can't end a pay-per-view on a well it and
1: we should say that Triple H hit a pedigree and he was going for the pin, and that's when it called the time. Um, yeah, so I mean yeah, triple oh, H. but I forgot to mention that's when the good DX invasion comes in. So yeah, DX is yeah, here yeah, to yeah. save the day. And Billy Gunn slides in the ring while the nation is still beating on Triple H to mm-hmm. the point where four of these Guys, two of them could have stopped Billy Gunn and then stopped X-Pac and China from entering the ring. Billy Gunn slides literally across the ring. Go back and watch this. They're like, here comes DX. Nobody's there. And then it's all Billy. of a sudden, Billy Gunn <laughs> slides in. Jeans. And then it cuts to the ramp where China and X-Pac and Road Dog are still making their way in. And then all of a sudden they do. X-Pac does a couple karate poses and the nation leaves. <laughs> It's yeah. fucking the stupidest, goofiest shit God. if you know how to fight. Like, uh, that's all I'm going
0: to say is um, if, if honest- anyone in this
2: fucking thing knows how to fight, that would not have happened. Random side note uh, that does make sense here. Uh, it's possible we've seen the last in-ring work from Daddy Ass. Uh,
1: uh,
2: no. Is it a work? It's a work. You think it's work? Yes.
1: Yes, Tony. I believe that Daddy okay. Ass is about to turn on the
2: acclaim for losing that match. And is he going back to the ass boys and they're finally going to use the theme like they were always meant to do? No,
0: no. no. Mm, okay. Also, they Maybe
1: should he's... never have used that theme. It was kind of no. not great.
0: Well, eh. it was, it was a cute I idea. Was, I thought it was,
1: I thought it was funny. It's funny. It's funny. I'm not going to get you wrong, but like how many people in corpse paint can we have between Papa Emeritus, Dan Housen and that, this guy? This is true. It yeah, too many, too many. So it should have yeah. just been a guy who's like, I'm boy! You know, and like, I don't know. It it didn't work for me. Um, it was yeah, funny. Okay. It shouldn't it shouldn't be broadcast in an arena.
0: Okay, fair enough.
2: I mean, I think um, it could be used if, if I think Dan Housen should have like just when they were coming out, just cut the music and played it just one time, just as a rip. That would have been. No, it. I want a main event mafia. Okay. But I don't want Main Event
1: Mafia. I want, like, uh, the old Grizzled Veterans. You know, so, these are so two like, different... So like, Billy, Big Show, Mark Henry... No, uh, no, not... You don't need to include the guy. We well, yeah, sure, they can, and they would fit a show and Henry. No, no Jericho, please. No no, 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 We'll start it simple, with Billy Gunn and Christian. Okay, that'd work,
2: okay. They're two guys that can work. Well, Oh, did you see? By the way, uh, the <laughs> the interview uh, Christian Christians fantastic. I love him. Uh, I think it was the other night he was doing a promo with Punk and basically was like, "I can't believe you would bring a title to the ring that you didn't even win." As he's holding the title, <laughs> Luchasaur. It was it was. Per- oh, Christian has perfect timing and delivery. I love Christian that is Owen Hart. Yeah, basically. Yeah, he's fantastic.
1: He's willing to make himself look like a fucking buffoon. For the joke, yeah,
0: um, and it's perfect. It Christian's works Owen time.
1: Hart. Yeah, like if Edge is Brett, then Christian's Owen. Christian is Owen Hart. Yeah, does that make Think of them Sean as brothers? Michaels?
2: They are
0: kayfabe brothers. Yeah, Christian is Owen Hart. Pretty much. Yeah, I could see that. Christian. Well, so wait, hold on. Does
2: that make Kurt Angle Stu Hart? <laughs> no, but it <laughs> makes old. it makes.
1: Uh, what's his name? Jordan from the American Alpha team.
0: Oh, um, yeah, yeah.
1: It makes him Teddy Hart. Oh, poor guy. I know. Sucks for him.
2: Didn't, te- didn't Teddy Hart just get arrested again? I think I saw yeah, something. You- something about prostitution,
1: ecstasy, yeah. and steroids. Yeah, so the usual. Some, some,
2: <laughs> yeah, you know,
1: no. they, they pull your RV just, over, you're whoring out your girlfriend, you got a bunch of E and you got a bunch of roids.
2: Yeah, you know, it happens. It's, it's classic Teddy Hart. Uh, yeah. But yeah, this match was long boring-ish I mean again we've mentioned it before Austin doesn't work well with Kane or Undertaker just big dudes because it just doesn't work whenever mankind's in there it's okay Well, Austin
1: didn't work well
2: with Taker
1: in this period because they were the two biggest baby faces in the company right yeah it should never have happened
2: this was always piss poor booking
1: Vince Russo gets so obsessed with the undercard that he doesn't know how to book the main event.
2: Well, I feel yeah, because um, I feel like they work better together later this year when Undertaker's firmly a heel, and now you have an actual dynamic, right?
1: Well, because they don't need to have matches. Yeah, it, it, when Undert- when Stone Cold saves Stephanie, you can't tell me that these two don't have dynamic, right? Considering that they're both good old Texas boys, maybe don't have them fight each other, but have them fucking act. Yeah, I don't know. Like, like there's a lot of good stuff between Taker and Austin, but the matches aren't
3: mm-hmm. it. Um, no,
1: and I'm not. I'm a wrestling fan, not because of the yeah, in ring. In ring depends. No, I'm a wrestling fan because I consider it the most all-encompassing form of entertainment. Yes. Do you want to see some fashion and pageantry? Do you want to see some displays of athleticism? Do you want to see some loud music and pyrotechnics? Do you want to see some outlandish emotional play and morality play? Then come to my circus where we do all of that. That's what the wrestling was.
2: was Or go to AEW's circus where they have exploding shoes. They have nothing. They have nothing. <laughs> it's, it's,
1: it's nothing, man. Like, I loved the idea of AEW starting, but I'm, I'm not so... I still so... like it, but it's just... Yeah, yeah, but I I've... get where you're coming from. The, here's do. the thing about fucking AEW fans that hate WWE so much. You guys
0: hate wrestling more than anybody. Sorry. Because if AEW fails, and you guys are shitting on WWE so hard, what's left? Like I'm sorry, what? but the only thing that wrestling in common vernacular, people don't know what pro wrestling is,
1: and it's great that you want to worship AEW and say, "Well, people will know what pro wrestling is if AEW is more popular, and then they won't just call it WWE like people call hot tubs jacuzzis." <laughs> but the fact of the fucking matter is, is Vince McMahon knows
0: what the fuck he's doing. Tony Khan doesn't. Right. I would love for AEW to fucking take the reins. Guess what?
1: I was the asshole 10 years ago, and you were against me when I said TNA's
0: doing great shit that WWE won't do. No, oh, yeah, fair. Well, no, TNA, nothing's I... gonna I, change I, it. I, to nothing's I, gonna I, change it. I didn't hate
2: TNA until they brought in Hogan, Bischoff. That's when I went... But nothing. that was 2010. I said 10 mm-hmm. years ago. We're
1: talking 2013. Okay. Oh, okay, you know? okay. They were still doing good shit. And in fact, they had more eyes on them than ever because of Hogan and Bischoff. I'm not going to fucking shoot them down just because I don't like what they've done to the industry. They were doing twos, Tony. They were doing 2.3, 2.4. When, when Impact started losing and Spike TV dropped their contract, they were in the ones which means they had 600,000 more viewers than AEW has ever had other than Punk's debut. Mm -hmm. Yes, I know that streaming has changed. Yes, I know that nobody has cable anymore. Yes, yes, this, that, the other. But what I do know is that nobody who was a TNA fan was as passionate as they were an AEW fan. And had they been, the wrestling climate would be different. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, you can say what you want about WWE and you can shit on TNA and you can shit on AEW. But if all these people who were here today sticking up for AEW were sticking up for TNA back when we saw that James Storm Bobby Roode match, tell me that wasn't a fucking barn burner. A fucking Oh, that was good. Oh yeah. Tell me if these people weren't there, then that the wrestling industry wouldn't be different. Because the reason we are where we are is because WWE had to start pretending they were Ring of Honor, and that's how we got NXT. And then a couple years later, somebody goes, well, everyone knows
0: they're not the best at that. We can do that better, and maybe they could one time, but evidenced by time and
1: effort all it did was fuck up everything. And like I said a couple weeks ago on this show, all AEW did was fuck up NXT.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: NXT was great. That's where we watched good wrestling. And ever since AEW debuted, and NXT went to two hours and on Wednesdays, it fucked up NXT. AEW's pretty shitty. NXT's pretty shitty. Back then, NXT was good. Main roster was shitty. Back Mm -hmm. then, there was good wrestling I could watch one hour a week. Now. I have to fucking toss my dice into the cup, roll it, and shake it onto the table. Every week. Is Dynamite going to be good? Is Collision going to be good? Is Dynamite going to be good? Back then, I could rely on one hour of NXT being good every week. Mm -hmm. You guys wanting to change the climate of the wrestling industry fucked up the up-and-coming wrestling industry. You made Vince McMahon second guess why he was the best, and now he's got his fingertips involved in everything, and Tony Khan has to fucking negotiate his roster against what Vince thinks wrestling is instead of what Triple H thinks wrestling is, and that's where we
0: are now. Thank you, Mm -hmm. fuck you, bye. Tell me I'm wrong. Uh, Tell me NXT's done anything as good
1: as Ciampa Gargano in the last five years. Mm,
0: They have not. Tell me AEW has done anything good as Ciampa Gargano in the entirety of their existence. They've come somewhat close
1: with a couple matches here and there, and it's never the fault of the promotion. It's always the workers, the time, everything aligns. Mm -hmm. In NXT, you could bet on a barn burner match every single takeover back then. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now you have to go. Well, is this gonna be good or is
0: there are they gonna fuck it up?
1: We had better wrestling ten years ago than we do
0: now. Mm-hmm. Sorry, spot monkeys. It's a fact. Change my fucking mind. I believe it. Ten years ago was 2013, Tony. Right before mm-hmm. WrestleMania 29, Punk thinking about.
1: We had the rise of the Yes movement was coming up We had Punk We had two major
0: indie stars In the ranks of WWE 10 years ago Where are we now? Where are they now? What are they doing
1: now? They're just as lost in the mix as they were When Punk was trying to get a
0: Triple H match It's the same shit It's the same shit I love wrestling, I do. You know what I don't really care for? What was that Olympic gymnastics? Okay. You know so what? You're the not, difference so you're not a fan two? of Ricochet Osprey then? It wasn't wasn't your favorite? No. Was it Osprey or was it? Yeah, it was Osprey. No, right? it was those two. <laughs> yeah. And I said no. The first time I watched it, it was amazing. The second time I watched it, it was not. But if we're given the choice between Osprey and Ricochet 10 years ago and Omega's any, any, no, no, no. Screw
1: Omega. Any John Moxley match where, like, mm. there's no technical wrestling involved. It's just spots and blood. Um where did we go wrong? Because neither of those two options have the in between that I'm missing. Which is like the Eddie Guerrero JBL reason that Eddie starts bleeding profusely. You don't just go out to the ring and cut yourself and whoops
0: and it's bloody like you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. We we just watched that James Storm Bobby Roode match
1: what, four or five, six months ago, something like that. Yes. Yeah, um, like tell me if that match happened under today's circumstances, not 2012 circumstances, but just like James Storm was just bleeding like that within the first five minutes of the match. Mm-hmm. And then like 20 dudes came down to the ring because they're Bobby Roode's friends.
0: Right. Like, why are we booking yeah. wrestling for the TV audience who isn't there, by the way? Like, 800,000
1: people is more than 16,000. But it's not enough to merit booking for them instead of the people in the arena. Right. Why are we not booking matches for the people who were there? Because the reason I talked about the Bobby Storm... You wouldn't know about that match, Tony. Nobody talks about TNA like they love it. Nobody talks about Impact like, oh man, you should have been there. But I was there, and I was like, dude, this is the only time I was in the back... Of the fucking arena, like full rows from the back, and mm-hmm. I could see the blood splatter on the ramp from my seat on the second level. Mm-hmm. We have to watch this match. We watched right. it. We loved yeah. it. We were like, yes. holy shit. Because yes. they were putting on a match for the audience. Mm-hmm. Not for the crowd, not for the rating, but for the people who paid their money to be in that fucking arena that day. Where is that? <laughs> As soon as I see that again, I might be inspired to, I don't know, buy some fucking tickets to take my son to see some wrestling. But for right now, as far as I can tell, the better shows on television always has been. You get commentary on television. You get more than their fucking entrance music on television. When you're at the live show, and especially an AEW show. Oh man, let's watch an hour of Rampage, two hours of Dynamite, two hours of Collision, and one hour of a Battle for the Belts. I'm gonna be at this arena for seven fucking hours?
0: Because mm-hmm. you guys can't afford an audience? So you guys shoot three shows in front of one crowd? Yeah, no, I'm not an AEW mark anymore. <laughs> Sorry. They're about to fuck up MJF, Tony. Oh, prob- I mean, uh, maybe. They're about uh- to fuck up my boy.
1: They're about to make him look like a dipshit next to Adam Cole.
2: No, I think this I think the I think it's this I think I think they'll do the right thing, which is have Adam Cole be the one that gets fucked over by evil MJF.
1: Good. Because MJF has put on like forty pounds since his debut. He's a big beastie motherfucker. He's looking oh, yeah. like a rustler. Yeah. Um Adam Cole has lost about twenty pounds since he was already skinny. Um I I don't I don't see the point in pushing somebody like
0: Adam Cole. Unless everybody else is injured, right? So that's why I said turn Adam Cole. On Roderick Strong. Mm-hmm. They won't do that. No. So what do you, what do you think of a uh, fully loaded 98?
2: Mm, uh, mm, uh, I don't know. It's on par with the rest of 98 so far. I think on par. Uh, this one's be- better than King of the Ring.
0: Well, that's, Meltzer, that's a Meltzer gave uh, Venus two and a quarter stars. Mm-hmm. He gave D'Lo I mean... Brown. No, 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 he gave Venus three and a quarter star. He gave D'Lo Brown two and a quarter stars. I
2: don't know if there's any match on this card that I'd put over a five out of ten. In my mind. No, 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 no. Well, no, Meltzer... okay, no, not Triple H rock. Triple a- H a- 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 rock. A- five
1: out of five,
2: though. We're talking Meltzer. Well, no, that's what I mean. So, like, I think most of the matches would be a two, a two, the Triple H Rock, I'd probably put up there, like, three and a half, maybe four. He gave it three and a quarter. Okay, yeah, three, three and a half, four, yeah, somewhere in there is where I'd put that, but yeah, everything else I'd say, maybe, I'm trying to think. Two and three quarters for the tag. Yeah, that's about right, two and a half-ish, yeah, kind of mid, mid, to, yeah, but there was we didn't, one really we good, good match. See what himself. he
1: rated. No. Uh, Hell in a Cell. And to be honest with you, I don't care. It's um, not a, I'm sure it's not five star because it's not Japan. So It doesn't matter. Like, like To me, it doesn't matter because if Dave Meltzer watched that and was like, well, it was dumb and it was this and it was that, that should tell you all you need to know about Dave Meltzer's
0: fucking opinion. Right? Yeah. Because that match is the most famous match in wrestling history now. Mm-hmm. Now. It is. I'm sorry. When Undertaker threw mankind off the cell was a bigger deal than when
2: Hulk Hogan body slammed on a line at Pon and Color. Uh he gave I just checked. He gave that a four point five.
1: Oh. So so on par with gravity.
2: And he gave uh, too much versus out uh, versus Al Snow and Head negative two stars. Hey, they the are
1: record. the same. Hey, negative two is the same as zero. You know, yes. You guys are hung hung up way too much on the star ratings. You know, we, we're we're in
0: agreement. We're agreeing, right? Dave Meltzer. Clean up your room. Me or him? No, no, Dave Meltzer. Okay, I was going to say, I've got
1: a couple papers on floor, man. No, no. no, Nothing. It's not faxes from the 90s. Like, you can throw those away, dude. You have files. You got a computer. I mean, to be fair,
2: here's the problem. We do know, because we paid for his service, we do know that his uh, compendium on the internet is garbage. So I understand why he maybe wants to keep all of the hard copies still, because it's so hard to find shit on his fucking website. It is not well, not just
1: hard to find. Well shit, done. but like the typos are even kept. Yeah, typos to are the kept point guys. where you can't search for shit that you don't know what it's called because if he typoed it the first time, it's still typoed.
2: Yeah, so if you yeah, if you're looking for something specific, he typoed it. Oh well. But
0: yeah, uh, Sean, I am fucking hungry. Well, and I don't want to watch any more need wrestling right now. More.
2: No, don't, Feed don't, me. Do more. not in, do not Feed invoke. No, more. I don't want, I don't want rape back around here. No, thank you. Oh, okay. Well, he's available. Oh, I know. He's desperate to get a job anyway. By Nobody EWR wants...
1: standards, he's going to be three hundred thousand dollars in open booking.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's true. And he he wants creative control, and uh his over his overall is like seventy. <laughs> He's just he's just terrible. Well, folks, if you want to catch us next week or any week or
1: ever at all, you should uh, subscribe to us on your podcast yes, please. feed. Talking please Smart. do that. Yes. Uh, brought to you by the Talking Smart Network, where we are totally independent, which is why I say if you want to buy, sell, purchase advertising time on this show, hit us up at talkingsmartwrestling@gmail.com. at gmail.com. You know what? You don't have to hit us up there. You can hit us up at any of the links on
2: Linktree at talkingsmart and trust That's me, right. we're very, we're very cheap, we're very cheap. It's so like cheap. Just, if you if you just give us a free whatever you want us to p- to pawn, we- we'll probably just do that. Like, yeah, I would probably be it. Like we're that cheap. I'll
1: take a couple blue chews to sport blue chew, right? You know, yeah, oh, boner oh, pill. Yeah,
0: yeah whatever. Man.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Hey, um, if you have suggestions, like literally any suggestions shows
1: um covering a biographic of your favorite wrestler um fucking this one particular breakdown event is it a work is it a shoot what happened here did did JBL really mean to fucking break the meaning yeah
0: any of that we will we will cover that just uh yes. shoot us some money um please do Talkingsmart.com, man Very easy.